0: It's not really a story, but um, when I was a teenager, I saw this t-shirt, and the message on that t-shirt has stuck with me, obviously, because I remember it now, and it was of a brand called No Fear, and if I'm Gen X, if you're close to my age, you might be familiar with it, Uh, a lot of things that were targeting us as consumers Uh, tried to be cool and hip and edgy. And this is an example of that. There would be these shirts and it would say no fear on the front. And on the back, it would say uh, like a quote or a slogan or something. And this one is the only one I remember. And I remember it because we aren't looking for wisdom on the back of a t-shirt, right? And if we are, even if we are looking for wisdom on the back of a t-shirt, we're certainly not looking on the back of an edgy and cool t-shirt for teenagers, right? And so what this shirt said was, he who dies with the most toys still dies. He who dies with the most toys still dies. And why do I like that? Well, I like it because we have what we call a precious human life. That is the notion that we are lucky to be here, that we are lucky that we have what Um, Longchenpa called human form endowed with precious freedoms and advantages. And we don't think of ourselves all the time certainly as having precious freedom and advantages, right? You can think, yeah, sure, life is precious, but I got bills to pay, right? Or I got a house and now I'm even more poor than when I rented, right? But the message is we're lucky to be here. We don't always think that because our lives are a struggle, but we are. We were born in a time and place where we can do things like this. And for a whole lot of human history, just this would not have been possible. And we were were born as human beings, right? And we're lucky to be human beings because... There are, it's said there are more flies in a pond than there are human beings on planet earth, right? Why aren't you a fly, right? We're lucky to be here. And, you know, um, you can believe in karma and rebirth or not. If you believe in karma and rebirth, then you're here because you, or some aspect of you in a previous life did some good things to get you here. And if you don't believe in karma and rebirth, well, that's okay. That just means you're here for no reason. You could just be a fly, right? So, So, why did I tell you about a shirt? I'm glad you asked. Here's why. In our lives, a lot of the time, what we're doing is trying to get the most toys. what we're doing is try to get the most toys. And by toys, I can mean material objects, but I can mean big experiences, or I can mean the right amount of drug use or whatever. It can be anything. The point is we're chasing after things all the time. And not only that, but we long for things to last forever that won't, including our health and our fitness and well-being. And we kind of sleepwalk through life a lot of the time too. We're unmindful. I like to say this path this path is not likely to add years to your life, but it can add life to your years. You can live in a more complete way if you just by paying attention, right? So that's not what we do though, or it's not what we like to do. And the truth is that if you're unmindful and if you are just trying to get things all the time, just trying to feed your ego or feed your desires all the time, It's pretty easy for people to sell you stuff. And um, what if that's not the way to happiness, though? What if it's not? What if it's not the best way we can live our rare and precious human life? Is there a better way we can do it? So we can reflect on those freedoms and advantages we have. In Way of the Bodhisattva, Shantideva says, the Bhagavan, that's the name for the Buddha, taught gaining a human body is as hard for a, as for a turtle to stick its neck through a yoke tossed on the vast seas. I don't know what a yoke is, but I don't need to know. The point is there's a yoke in the ocean and a turtle's coming up. What are the odds the turtle hits exactly at that yoke if it's not trying to, right? Really, really unlikely, right? So it's unlikely that we're here. we're lucky to be here. Why are we lucky to be here? So typically, um, when we say we're lucky to be here, well, we're lucky to be here because we have this opportunity to go to a Buddhist center to study and practice the teachings. And of course, it's wonderful that we have that opportunity. I could kind of turn that on its head a little bit too and say, well, also, it's really great that we have the opportunity to live in a place with flushable toilets and clean water and All the comforts we have, and name your favorite. We have a lot of comforts, and a lot of access to knowledge, too. And ancient people didn't have that, you know? If I showed somebody from 200 years ago the research I can do with my phone, it would blow their mind, right? It would. And I'm going to read to you a little bit. I hope that's okay. This is uh, Finding Rest in the Nature of Mind by Lungchenpa, and... He describes um, me, he describes me. So I'm gonna read it to you because this, I think, is where most of us are, okay? So Longchenpa, he's a Longchenpa rabjam. He's a great luminary of Tibetan Buddhism and a great Zogchen master. He's a really, really important figure. And man, this book's real good. I wanna get the whole set. So, He says, Longchenpa says, and I quote, and he's on this subject of human birth. He says, and I quote, There are those not entering the doctrine whose actions are a mixture of both good and ill. Thinking of this life alone, they're utterly distracted by their busy occupations. Rough, untamed, they cast away all thought of lives to come. They do not strive for freedom, though the dharma they may hear. Their state is not supreme, but mediocre. To some slight good they may at times incline. More often their mind's sight is veiled by negativity. They have the semblance of practitioners, and yet what good do they achieve for others or themselves? Whether they assume the guise of monks or laity, they are a little higher than the beings in the lower realms. And so the conqueror has dubbed them superior. So that's that's where we are. But let me see, let me see where we could go. Let me see what he says about where we could go. Beings who are utterly sublime are vessels for the stainless dharma. Through learning and reflection, they attain its essence. They discipline themselves and others they establish in the virtuous life. Their practice, like the king of mountains, is unshakable. They are ensigns of the sage's victory. Householders are better. Those who have gone forth to homelessness, the teacher has declared them both to have a precious human form. That's what we could be. That is our aspiration. We are utterly distracted. And it gets in our way. And it makes us unhappy. And it makes our attention fractured. So that even when we want to pay attention to people we love, we sometimes struggle to do it. It could be truer now than ever before because of this. But it's always been true. And if we realize that, we're going to be better off. So about our advantages, um, I'll say one more thing about our advantages and then I'll be finished. Uh, Kendra Lodroté says that our lives are full of advantages. In this book, The Power of Mind, he says, and I quote, To have advantages means that we have circumstances in our life that enable us to search for an authentic path and then to accomplish it. These advantages include where we are born, our mental faculties, and the gen- general condition of our lives. If we don't appreciate the freedoms and advantages we have, we won't use them fully. It's important to think carefully about the choices we make. So if we come to that understanding that human life is rare and special, how should we spend our lives? How should we spend our lives? I don't want to spend my life just trying to accumulate things, right? I've already seen that the richest man in the world's not happy. The richest man in the world got divorced which means he's facing the same struggles I am, some of them. And he also, also the richest man in the world built a rocket because he got bored, right? I am mean, maybe not, but what I really like about that reference is you don't know who I'm talking about because there are two, two guys that did that, got divorced and built rockets because there's two guys that got divorced and built rockets. But That's not where happiness is. Generating compassion and connecting with other people. That's where happiness is. We have an obsession with ourselves and our gaining, and it doesn't make us happy. It doesn't. So the question is, how do you want to live your life? Do you want to keep doing what you're doing and just try to get all the pleasure, try to give in to temptation all the time, or do you want to do something different? I hope this talk's been helpful. Thank you for listening and have a good day.